I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello. Welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we talk about Blizzard Entertainment and its many games. I'm Matt, I'm the host, and with me this week are two fantastic co-hosts. Uh, first up, I'm going to introduce him first because someday I will throw him in a swimming pool. Mitch, what's up, Mitch? Hi, how's it going? I'm trying to find good swimming pools in your area. Okay. Um, I have a rubber band around my head, but I'm not going to explain it because that's part of the mystery of today. Outside okay. of that, I've been playing Fortnite some more. Uh, it's World Cup and SGDQ all at once, so there's a lot to background noise while I'm working, but uh, I always love SGDQ and AGDQ, which, for those not aware, is the summer and awesome games done quick. Um, not, like, trying to promote them or anything, but they're just super fun to watch. Cool, cool. There's apparently some kind of horrible construction thing just started happening outside my window, so beep, I was scared. Beep, beep. Uh, also with us this week, um, she does practically everything for the site all the time, constantly, uh, and right now she's having trouble with the septic system i guess you mentioned it before how you doing Ann? is that still happening yeah well at first we thought the pump had gone out but it didn't go out it was just a piece of pipe that broke so we got a plumber to come up and fix the pipe which was fine and he managed to do it like same day which was great because it meant that we weren't without water overnight which is always appreciated and only when he came out to check it he was like hey you know how you're supposed to have the things like pumped out when you live in rural areas because you're nowhere you're not in a city you should mm-hmm. do that so now we have to do that so that's what to, today's been orchestrating that which is apparently happening on friday and then hopefully we don't have to think about it again which would be great because i'm really tired of thinking about pipes i mean we had like the main yeah, and you're not even you're not even a plumber or no. an italian is, is person it, in overalls is it a real crap show you'd say Thank you, Mitch. I just rolled my eyes so hard, I gave myself a cramp, an ocular cramp. I could have pirate ghosted that one just for alliteration, but, you know. No, no. But, so the other thing that happened this week that I found really interesting and relevant to my interests anyway, um, Pokemon Go 
has oh holy crap you could be yeah, been doing friends that. you could be friends with people now and you can trade with people as long as you're right next to them um I have to offer a public apology to everybody that's asked me to be their friend on Twitter. I put my code on Twitter. This turned out to be like a calculated error. <laughs> oh, I haven't done I that have, yet, so I'm going to look I have a lot of I have a lot of friends now in Pokemon Go, and a lot of people have been sending me gifts, and I really appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. I think it's really cool that I got like a steady supply of Pokeballs and everything else in there. The problem is, the problem is, I live on a mountain. <laughs> There's nothing here. So when I go to play Pokemon Go, I have to get in my car and drive somewhere to go find an area that's populated enough that there are Pokestops and things to go do. I don't have a lot of time to do all of that necessarily. It's like I'll get a stretch where it's like, oh yeah, cool. I'm going to go downtown, take a walk, go do all this other stuff. And then I get stuck with a bunch of busy stuff and I don't do anything for like three weeks. So the, the long and the short of it is... I appreciate all of these gifts that people are sending me. I cannot open any of them because I have no bag space. And I'm very sorry. <laughs> See, <laughs> But the me, next time I'm, I get on a Pokemon Go binge, I swear to you, I will clear it all out. I'm I'm currently working on clearing up the egg space because I have eggs that are like two I have years so many old. E yeah, I have so many eggs. Yeah, um, I really want to... I. I I just went for it and I bought a bunch of incubators to get rid of those eggs because the, the friend gifts, you can get the Alolan eggs, but if you don't have egg space, then you're not going to get eggs. I think So I'm trying to get rid of all my old, annoying, two-kilometer, two-year-old yeah, eggs. Yeah, I, I have a bunch of those and I should, I don't know, maybe I should just like pop pop the cash to get a few polka coins and like get bigger yeah, bag can, space or something. You can maybe either that would get fix the bigger bag space. I don't know if you can get bigger egg space though but no i don't think you can yeah. but you can get the incubators that i don't really care about because it's like oh i can just go for a walk and clear a bunch of those no big deal it's the bag space thing that is an issue and yeah. i think i can buy more inventory space in the thing i just need to like fork over and do that yeah i i spent a little bit of money also, to get incubators and now i'm just clearing them out but also, i, I was, haven't opened gifts i was I was super delighted about this because, you know, back when they had the, the um, Charizard day? Where yeah. You, uh, okay. I got like two, I got three, I got three shiny Charizards, right? And two of oh. them I made into big old Gothazards because of course I did. And then the third one, <laughs> I, I, love it. I, I saved, well, yeah. Anyway, I saved the third one because my sister said I didn't find a shiny. So I saved it, and I said, if they ever open trading, you can have this one. I'll just okay. save it here and reserve it for you. So we were really excited, and she came over last night because she's staying here for a couple... Of, she, she works in two towns. We're rural. Anyway, um... Are you not good enough friends? I was like, let's go ahead and trade. And she said, okay. And no, we were we were friends. Like, she's pretty much the only person I've been taking gifts from and giving gifts to oh, okay. to try gotcha. and bump that up. But when we went to go trade, it said, you don't have enough Stardust to do that. And then oh, I realized... yeah, you need a ton. The other half of my folly here is that you apparently need, like... A metric boatload of Stardust to do any kind of trading. So, it's, especially for shiny Pokemon and like uh, legendaries, you need like yeah. She was going to trade million. me a legendary. Yeah, she you need like half a million for that, whereas others are like twenty thousand. 
Uh uh-uh. uh. No, the shiny is not twenty thousand because I have like no four... no shinies shinies count as like one of those. Oh okay. Because I was gonna say I've got that... like forty thousand stardust, which is not like I mean it's not a ton, but it's not like. It's not a low amount. It's not a low amount. And yeah, the game basically laughed at me and said, ha ha, please try again later. So yeah, that's um, that's been my experience so far. Uh, World of Warcraft. <laughs> um, what? What? Want to go into some news for World of Warcraft? Because some, some stuff did happen this week. Well, um, can I mention this, real quick? No, no, sure. A lot of yeah, go Pokemon stuff, though. Um, I did something that I thought I would never, ever do. Ever. And please keep in mind that I rolled my main character back in Burning Crusade, like day one Burning Crusade, and she has been whored ever since until until about mm, a week ago. What? Why? I really like Kul Tiris, and I just want to play through Kul I'm sorry. I just, I really like Kul Tiris, and I wanted to Where'd play through with? it. Huh? What race did you go with? A night elf. Could... No, a rogue is a rogue is a rogue. Or excuse me, no, I made her a void elf. A rogue is a rogue is a rogue as far as I'm concerned. It's fine. Yeah, I was just curious if she went void elf or not. Um, but yeah. you're going to main alliance? You're not even just like making alt and level through it? Well, I considered that, but then I was like, no, I actually want like all of my stuff over here. And hear me out from a, perspe- from a role-playing server perspective, this makes total sense for the character that I wrote for her to make this move. So there's you the story involved squint. here. I'm giving you the fry squinty eyes right now. I know now, you're but... giving me the fry squinty eyes, but there's like story here. Keep in mind that, like I said, this character has been around since Burning Crusade, so I have that many years of story built up with that character. And there was there there was enough of a reason for that to happen. And I may actually end up going back to Horde before the expansion yes. is over. Um, I just I have to see where the story takes me, but I figured. Okay, let's go ahead and do this. So it's been really weird. I've almost died like um, probably about a half a dozen times by running to the wrong flight fender. Um... <laughs> yeah, oh, that'll God. happen. This of Pandaria was just so bad for that. Oh. Back when I used to actually like do, like you, fa- you remember because I faction transferred over to play with you guys. Um, I used to constantly try to go to the Alliance guys instead of the Horde guys. Yeah. So. I, I got really excited like when the new patch stuff hit, which we're going to talk about in a second here. Um, the stuff that rolled out yesterday. Not the new patch stuff. The stuff that rolled out yesterday. I went to go do some of the stuff that rolled out yesterday and um, went to the wrong area to turn in the quest because I wasn't thinking. And then I almost got murdered. I managed to vanish and get out of <laughs> but I had I, like, actually, I I had like 200 health left. It was really close. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's been my life. And, yeah, we should talk about top stories. And that one's probably a good one to start with, I guess. Yeah, um, right, right, we'll just get right to it. Um, yesterday, as part of the reset, you know, for you know, the usual Tuesday reset, the uh, first thing that we noticed was that the Mage Tower is now up indefinitely. It's just up until the uh, 8.0 drops. I'm going to mention this next part because Mitch has been asking about it all for like the past two months. It's now confirmed that as soon as 8.0 drops, the Mage Tower is gone. That is it. Once 8.0 I drops, really there is get no more Mage Tower. That. I got to get around to um, doing that. So that's that's part one. Part two is that if you haven't beaten Argus, they now have opened up the Silithus quests that, that follow Argus, whether or not you've beaten him, and they put in the the artifact 
I don't know we know what you call it, retirement quest? It's yeah. basically, okay, so the first half of the Silithus quest chain out there, the one where you, like, go check out the Azerite and go kill some bugs and stuff. I'm and then, doing and that then, right and, now. And then you meet Cadgar, and Cadgar's like, sup, well, you guys can't get along, so I'm out of here, bye. And then he, like, skates out to Karazhan, like, backwards, all cool, or whatever. Um, and he gives you a letter to deliver to Magni, because Magni happens to be there staring at this giant honking sword, because of course he is. Um, in fact, if you read the comics that they put out, you know what he's doing. Yeah. So, Cadgar uh, gives you a letter to give to Magni, and you go give the letter to Magni. And that's where it ended. That stuff, that whole quest chain, didn't pop unless you had completed Argus, um, Antwerp's The Burning Throne. Um, and it didn't matter what what difficulty you completed. If you completed it in LFR, it's okay. It still popped for you. Well, now it's popping for everybody, regardless of whether or not you went to Argus and did Antorus or anything like that. You go to your faction capital and it'll let you do that quest chain. And then, once you're done with all of that, you could go back to your capital city and you'll get another pop-up from Magni that says, hey, uh, checked in with Cadgar. Everything's going great in Karazhan. We looked up some stuff, and we think we have a solution to this whole sword thing. Well, maybe not a solution, but something that might fix it. So can you come out here? And so you you got to go back to Solisus again. By the way, if you have, it doesn't matter if you're Alliance or Horde. If you're looking for a quick way to get back to Solisus, because of course the flight paths are gone because sword. Boom. <laughs> you can you can go to either Stormwind or Orgrimmar, doesn't matter. Go to those portals that opened up during Cataclysm to the yeah. different areas. Uh, hop the por- portal to Oldham and then just fly over from there. That's the fastest way to get there. There's no direct portal. I know. I'm kind of annoyed about it too, but it's okay. There's still... It like it's it's really annoying because there used to be like a portal straight to Silithus. Yeah. There? Yeah. Sure. Um, from at least for Alliance, I don't know where the Horde one was. The Alliance one was actually out in Netherguard Keep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think there was. Pop right out well, there. Well, no, no, there might have been. I don't know. I never used that. You can't I just always now went to because Oldham. you know. Both Netherguard Sword. Keep and Silithus are gone. <laughs> so without telling, saying everything about what happens during the quest, you should just go do the quest chain because it's good. But at the end of the quest chain, when I looked this up on the PTR, see, I I wrote up. I feel bad because I wrote up a column about this last week where I talked about what would happen and I said that it was going to drain all the power out of your weapon, which is what it did on the PTR. Well, the reason it did that on the PTR is because the PTR is also, um, they're also, they're they're testing 8.0, they're testing the item squish and everything like that that's coming in with 8.0. So yes, your artifact is no longer working in 8.0, but doing the quest right now supercharges your artifact and by supercharge I mean it's maxed out like you've got 75 level levels of Concordance of Legion Fall and, and it's, it's like 126 total uh, yeah artifacts. it's 126 it's at 126 right now and according to Blizzard you know how every week that little thing it like automatically ticks up everybody's is gonna automatically tick up next week so it'll be even more basically you're little gods now please go do that quest and enjoy being completely overpowered uh and do the mage shower challenge while you're at it because i'll bet you yeah. it's a little easier now the so ultimately though what that does do i 
you know, unless you didn't have full traits, like if you were at like 60 some, you probably had full traits, everything, whatever, but maxing out the, um, to like to the 126, it'll boost your stamina and it will boost the Legion Fall proc. So for me, I went from, I gained like 300,000 health and yeah. basically doubled my intellect proc from 11,000 to 22,000. Yeah. But I... that was, I had, I had 76, like I was ranked 76 on my priest before. That's so about me... where I was at with my main. I want to say I was at yeah. level 75 or 76. And yeah, it was about 300,000 health. Which was also, quite yeah. the jump. So, Thanks. You know, it's a it's a huge jump, especially considering that's you know my main and alts are going to be probably lower. I would imagine. There's also something else to keep in mind when you're doing this. It does it to all of your artifacts immediately. Okay, I was actually wondering about that. It, it does, does. including the fishing rod. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The fishing rod is just cosmetic, though. It doesn't actually. The 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 only part that's I'm kind of like ah is um. I never unlocked all the traits on the fishing artifact, and because it's all un- un- unstable now, I can't unlock those traits. Oh, oh well. Shoot, you can't? Nope. Boo. But it's okay, because it's not... S- I mean, how how often am I really going to go try and fish up RuneScale Koi right now, a month before the expansion is over? I'm not, well, so I'm fine I with it. Well, I just wanted the option there. Gosh, Blizzard. I just wanted the option. But so yeah, yeah, all um... that stuff, yeah, all that stuff went out. So if you haven't done the Mage Tower yet, yet, or if you're working on it, but you've been hampered by the fact that it goes up and down, now you've got like a, maybe between two and three weeks uh, to work yeah. on it. So um, I would, if, if you're going to try and do it, now is the time. Yeah, if if you're working on the Silithus chain, you like once you finish everything. I think Wowhead was saying you have to relog in Dalaran. So if it doesn't, they like... fixed that. That was oh, awesome. they did, they did fix it. Okay, well, yeah. never mind then. Good. I, Good. I no. did have to do that yesterday, but by today it's supposedly fixed. Yeah. I will say one thing: if you are doing stuff in in Silithus and you keep seeing a quest on your map but you can't figure out where it is, uh, make sure it's not an old quest. It's probably old world yeah. because I had the... I had a quest yeah. that was driving I me crazy. Twilight Geolords. Lords. Yeah, well, yeah. There I had was... this on my map. There's yeah, a Twilight the Geolords, and then also, I think, um, as far as the old quests go, there may even, you might even see, do you see the Cenarian Hold stuff? Like I the, didn't see it. The stuff I, from the bonfires? No. The Midsummer fires? You can't see it if it's if your character has cleared it to the point where you'd get to see Cenarian Hold. Um, I don't, because my character literally hadn't done anything in Silithus. I switched, oh, when, I, okay. when I started Legion, I switched mains. So this character, I leveled this character through the pre-Legion uh, invasion effects. The character was level one. I rolled her and leveled her all the way to 100. I mean, okay. yeah. So I, I haven't got nothing in Silithus, so that's why I didn't see anything. But just, I am curious. You can use the Bronze Dragon to have old versions of Blasted Lands and Silithus. I wonder if that yeah, fixes the portals. Yeah, but then like you'd it, have to like you'd have to go. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's still not like ideal, but uh, that might. The thing you know. is, there's there's no portal. I don't know if the portal works both ways. Quite frankly, I don't know if you okay. can go to or from Silithus. But uh, in addition to all this stuff, which we should be talking about all that, one of the things I want to mention is that there's a new uh, Heroes of the Storm comic, um, Secrets of the Storm, which stars everybody's favorite uh, Deckard Kane, and oh, oh. it's it's really interesting because it sets up the lore in Heroes of the Storm for why Alterac Pass is happening. Uh, have either of you guys read it? I have, and uh, not not to detract from that, like, right yet, but it's more interesting to me because it sets up Orphea as a possible character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
That's because, true. That's interesting well, too. And, whoever and, is. and and the reason I say that is not just because she's there and she's a main character. It's because a little while back, portraits were data mined for her, and not just like like just one portrait or two portraits. Like they had draft mode portraits, which. Um, Alex Zebart was saying like, oh, I think she might just be a skin for Chromie because she's, you know, they, they kind of have similar body frames. But having a draft mode portrait, like they changed it so it doesn't reflect the skin you're wearing. It It's just the standard hero version. So if she has a draft mode portrait, it sounds a lot like Orphe is going to be a hero. And because she's in the comic, you know, it brings her to center stage uh, for one. But also you do kind of see her use some abilities like or what could be abilities, which I thought was super cool. But as for the Alter Act stuff, go ahead. It's, it's, well, it's, you know, it's pretty basic, really. It's, it shares a, a certain story aspect with the original comic, uh, you know, Rise of the Raven Lord, in that it doesn't really move the story along very far. It's more of a setup for something than it is the actual, like, it's not a complete story. It's, um, Deckard Kane is wandering around going, oh, this is so interesting. And meanwhile, she, you know, Orpheus is getting chased by evil dudes the Raven Lord sent to get her. And they meet, and next thing you know, he just knows to go talk to the, you know, the Lady of Thorns who's in charge of, of Dragonshire. He just knows to go talk to her. Even well, though it, it sounded like she had already recruited It sounded like she had already recruited him, like he was already kind of on her side. It, it, the whole point was it's just kind of, it's all really, bra- it's, it's, it's kind of at a high speed. It's the pacing is very fast. It's just, okay, here's this stuff happening. And here's this other stuff happening. And here's, there's an interesting little tidbit where you find out the dragon knight in Dragonshire is the original king of Dra- of Dragonshire who was cursed to turn to stone. And people who were on Reddit were like, Hey, wait a minute. I thought that the stone dragon knight was like one of the dragons that used to run this place. And someone else pointed out, well, you know, this is all true and it's not contradictory. Someone from Blizzard actually said this is not contradictory. We, we have lore for it, which to me is like interesting because it implies that the Lady of Thorns is married to a dragon, which I'm like, yay! Maybe she's a dragon. Maybe yeah, she is. I actually didn't pick up. A, like, I, I read that. and know exactly what you're talking about. I never made that connection that maybe she's married to a dragon. Um, it's interesting. Now I'm curious. But it's I, I found it a lot better than the first comic. I will say that right off the bat. Um, I... I can't remember when the first one came out. It was a couple, it was like a week or, not week, a couple weeks or a month or so ago, but... About a month based on the article I wrote about it. I would still like them to roll them out a little faster or have a little more content if this is the pace they're going to roll them out at. Like, partially because Alterac Pass was already out when this comic released. And Alterac Pass, not only being out on live servers, but also being out in um on the PTR before that, there were already, like... There were hints that the Lady of Thorns and the Raven Lord had recruited um, the Alliance and Horde, respectively. And in the premiere trailer for Alterac Pass, like the Raven Lord was flying over and it basically flat out said that. So they sort of like the comic spoiler, not really kind of like builds to this reveal that, oh, they're recruiting the Horde and Alliance for this battle. And that's like the big feels like it's supposed to be the big moment. This recruitment of each side for this like conflict between the Thorns Lady and the Raven Lord, but like we already kind of knew that. So, and that's partially why I think the Orphea stuff is way more interesting. Um, but it also, like, I don't know, Orphea, or- Orphea, the yeah. Orphea, Orpheus. Yeah. Oh, did I say Orpheus? Sorry, Orpheus is a different guy. Orphea stuff. Um, but yeah, it. I I wish we had gotten more, and it sort of felt like the timing was a little weird, like. If you had been paying attention to stuff outside of the comic, 
none of the information in the comic was entirely new. Like some of it was regarding the the Dragon Knight, like her husband and stuff. But again, the Alterac reveal felt like okay, I already I already kind of knew this. But okay. it was like it was maybe good. they should have released this comic a couple of weeks ago before they did what the I, announcement. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes, what I think exactly. they should have done was do more of an actual release for the comic than saying, "Hey, the comic's up." <laughs> if you well, they, yeah, they didn't they didn't do anything for it. That was a little disappointing. But I'm interested to see where they go with it. Like I said in the post I wrote about it, um, I can't wait till eventually I write a know your lore explaining the lore of Heroes of the Storm. I find that so trippy that it's, Heroes of the Storm it has is, its own lore. Yeah. Um, I I. I think what I appreciated most about this comic was that it appears that Deckard Kane is going to be a chronicler for this universe. Yeah. To to which I'm like, yes, please have him narrate everything. <laughs> well, last I remember, I was dying in Tristram, and now I'm here. Oh well, I better start explaining everything. But yeah, also we should probably <laughs> we, right start now explaining everything. I gotta. We're gonna toss it over to Anne right now because Anne has some things to talk about with us. Yeah. Um. For you guys, listeners of Blizzard Watch, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, they have thousands and thousands of books available for you guys to listen to if you don't have the time to sit down and read a book. Listening to one is always an option. There's a lot of titles on there. There's a lot of Blizzard titles on there, including Before the Storm, which is the new one that just came out by Christy Golden, which is really good. Highly recommend it. The person who reads it is Andwin's voice actor, which you wouldn't think make a, makes a difference, but it really does. <laughs> it's such a good audiobook, you guys. Anyway, you can choose that as your free audiobook download if you want to with the 30-day trial. Um, you could download any of Blizzard's titles or any of the other thousands of books that are available by going to blizzardwatch.com slash audible and signing up, and every sign-up helps support the show. Okay, thank you very much, Ann. Uh, also, one of the things we want to talk about, um, we were talked about it briefly last week, but the Symmetra rework is out. Is it on the PTR or is it just out now? It's, it's out. out. It's live. Yeah. So if you've been playing Symmetra for a while, you're going to have to get used to like an entirely new way of playing her because now she's not she a is, support. Mm, she has changed significantly. Like Every aspect of Symmetra has been changed. She's a damage dealer now. But What else did they do besides... I know they did a lot more besides the Symmetra rework. I know there's a lot else going on in this patch. So what else are we looking at here? Her, the Horizon Lunar Colony map got an update. Uh, so a lot of there's been a lot of additions and changes to the different points throughout the map. So like point A has had a staircase added to it. The door's been removed. There's like a wall on a catwalk that's been taken. A lot of this stuff just to address, uh, you know, line of sight issues and that kind of thing. I shouldn't say issues. It's more like there was free range line of sight and they wanted to make things a little more interesting because point A in particular was kind of boring. Um, same thing with point B. Uh, it also got a bunch of changes with it and the hydroponics room has gotten changed as well. Just a little bit. Um, there's a little bit more cover on one side and then they changed the locations of the health packs. So it's been switched up a little bit. There's also new art in there for people that like to explore and look at those kind of things, which also leads me to um, Overwatch has been quietly teasing something on their Twitter. Oh, I don't know if you guys have noticed. Uh, the background graffiti in the little clip that they've been showing has a monkey in a spacesuit, which is kind of fascinating <laughs> and makes me think, hmm, maybe everybody should be go going and taking a closer look at Horizon Lunar Colony right now. Probably a good idea. Something 
might be going on there. Just saying. Uh, the other thing that they did, though, uh, with the changes here, it's got nothing to do with any of the heroes or the maps. They've added a couple of the, the two new social things. We talked about this before, that they were adding a looking for group. And they were also yeah, adding yeah, an endorsements feature. System. Yeah, endorsements mm-hmm. is what they're yeah, calling we, it. But com- we talked about that. Commendations. We talked about that. Those are both live right now. So you can go play around with those. A lot of people seem to be really digging a looking for group feature. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to try, but I, I, I'm very interested to do so. All right. Another thing that we should point out, um, this happened, happened fairly recently. I know we didn't talk about it last week. Um, the, the mobile armory app is now also not being supported. That's they're going to be ending that as well. They ended the um the auction house functionality uh I want to say like a month ago, but Even maybe a little less, but it's it's July 10th I believe for the last day of the mobile uh companion app, right? Which seems to be like in line with when we think there's going to be a, the patch for 8.0. Yeah, cuz um, I'm pretty sure they're also stopping 32-bit support like right before that as well. So, yeah, lots of lots of hints, guys. And um, you know if you know if that seems to me very likely there will be a new one, uh, a new kind of app coming out. Uh, that seems they did one for Legion. I, I would the, well, be surprised they, if they didn't. I mean, the Legion did, one was specific to Legion. But, yeah, no, they did know. say they are updating the WoW companion app to be like a general WoW companion app that sort of includes features from the the one that we had now and the Legion app. So like. Rather than having, um, you know, one app for just Legion missions and stuff like that and another app for all the other things that uh, the companion app did, it's just going to be one WoW app. And they said they will incorporate your quote-unquote favorite features from the companion app, which to me, I think everyone's favorite feature was the auction house. So, like, if they don't include that, uh, okay. But, you know, they're going to have a single app. And it seems like, you know, now is a good time to... Retire the WoW app because it's right before the launch of a new expansion. Um, it, I don't know. It makes sense if they're going to the tie it all that, together. That was the thing that always kind of made me go, "Huh." Whenever they introduced a new app, was that yeah? Why would I have three World of Warcraft apps on my phone? Why can't we just roll all of these into one thing? And Shit. I know that some apps, like obviously the Legion app, was very Legion specific and let you go do like your missions and things like that you you could handle that kind of thing that's great and all but it would be cool if they just had one main app and then you know they kind of plugged in the functionality for a certain expansion while that expansion was going and then when that expansion was over they disabled that portion of it and then plugged in the stuff for the new expansion that kind of thing it just yeah it i would be I would be happier with just having one app on my phone. I don't have any of the Blizzard apps on my phone right now. I mean, there's no real reason for it anyway. But, like, it, it the... if I were going to put an app on my phone, I'd rather have one app that does everything instead of having to download three different ones. Yeah, the one exception to that... small. They were not small. Yeah. Oh, no. The one exception to that, though, is the, uh, the like, Battle.net authenticator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, that should be you know, separate. It, Make that yeah, separate you want thing. that to be separate. Yeah. You don't want, you know, some one app to not work and then, you know, not be able to log into anything because quite of that. Frankly, yeah. Quite frankly, the reason I retain, a, you know, an old school FOB authenticator is because I don't want to have it linked to my phone in any way. I yeah. don't. I got yeah. a dongle on my keychain. I still Yeah, use exactly. <laughs> I, I use one of those too. Uh, but yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of anything else we should really like talk about before we move on to emails. Uh, at this point, I'm going to throw it on to YouTube because it's my, probably stuff I'm forgetting. Uh, 
What? Oh, as far as like news stuff goes. Yeah, because you, you pointed out I didn't go back very far this week. I was kind of caught up in what happened yesterday. Oh, well, you could talk about the battle pets that were data mined because those look pretty awesome, honestly. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good point. Um, there's two battle pets, one of which is a horrifying undead monstrosity stitched together from the corpses of, you know, small critters, and the other is a, is a gnome who is forcibly polymorphed into a cute pig and is never getting out. So <laughs> the... the the new battle pets are interesting, and they very much fit with Battle for Azeroth's creepy aesthetic. I'll say that much for them. The first one is a wicker pup. It's straight up called the wicker pup. In order to get it, you have to go throughout Kul'Tiris, the Drusvar zone. You you go there's, through the there's places. There's a bunch of four, secret stuff. It's yeah. one of those secret finding things, basically. There's four locations you got to go. I'm not going to give you like too many details because we'd be here all day. But four locations you got to go find. Um, you go f- find the various things you achieve. It, it's not that dissimilar to the, the the little girl that they did in um, Argus. Do you guys remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. I haven't actually done that, but I know the who you're talking about. little girl in Argus. Oh, little Una. ghost girl? Una. Yeah, Una. Yeah. Una. It's not, the Wicker Pup is not dissimilar to that in that you have to go out and find out where oh. the things are and accomplish various things. And then you, you when you're all said and done, you, you make the bundle of sticks and boom, you've got yourself a Wicker Pup who is terrifyingly adorable. I mean, the thing is cute as heck if you don't mind that it's a stitched-together tree-and-bone-golem nightmare. And I it's, think it's great. It's a, <laughs> as a battle pet, it is undead. It straight up is in the undead category. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, it's It looks like it's a fun battle pet, and it is really cute. Um, but I, the, the other pet is the one I want to talk about more because it's disturbing to me that there's a pet that is effectively a trapped person. Uh, its name is TapTaf. Uh, I should say his name. Because it's a person again. Tap tap. You it, does he talk to you? <laughs> no, apparently not. Oh, uh, apparently it's just out on an island in Drosvar somewhere. That's like you know not. You don't go there for any other reason. It's just a place to explore. And when you stumble upon it, you find a mage named uh, Idej who is talking to it, going, "I'm sorry. I really will figure out how to." get you on polymorph. They should never have thrown me out of magic school for this, but I'm going to figure it out. And then I guess you kill her and then tap, tap <laughs> runs up to you. And it's like their quest pops and you get a pet. You get this, this adorable little pig. Um, it is adorable. It's, it's the redesigned model. It's very, very cute, but that's a person. That is a person. Oh, wow. It is very cute. It's got such adorable eyes. Yes. It, it's extremely cute, but that is a person. That is a person. That's a are, new model you know, for Mr. Wiggles and all the pig pets. They're all going yeah. to look like that, and it's so cute. It's just, it, I, I think when I wrote about it, I described it as something like it's like new morally questionable pets for you to own, and this one really is. That's a person. That is a person you are sending off into combat. Uh, it's you know because it's Slow a battle. Poke. Slowpoke in the chat channel just said, <laughs> just asked, is it tagged as humanoid? Because that would just be great. Um, no, uh, it's tagged as, know, as a beast. It's, yeah, it's a beast. Um, which is unfortunate, is... and they should totally tag it as a humanoid. I, I don't know. Yeah. The thing about it that I really get, though, is that this is because of the person who, who polymorphed him couldn't figure out how to change him back. How many mages do you know right there right now going, is, is that an option? <laughs> we can just not change things back? Why? Why? Does, when I turn something into a chicken, it changes back. Why? Why is this guy stuck as a pig? Many questions not answered, but yeah, Tap Taff is out there. It's it's it is it is a cute cute pet. I'm straight up. I don't even care about battle pets, and I'm looking at this thing going, that thing's adorable. I think it's just so adorable. It looks and it even manages to capture the sad look 
that you might expect on the face of a person who is permanently transformed into a small pig. It's it's even kind of got that on his face, just to kind of. I I was just hoping that it'd talk to you. So like while you were doing battles with it and stuff, it would just snark at hey, you. Hey, why am I still a pig? Can't you change me back? I'm a warrior. I have no oh, idea. Oh sure, sure. I'll sit here and beat up this squirrel for you. It's not like I had anything better to do with my um, day. You think you'd think using him in a pet battle, he'd take damage, and then the polymorph would break. So yeah. I think- I don't think Adej was actually a bad mage at all. I think she was an incredibly good mage and just ahead of her time. She'd invented the unbreakable polymorph spell. It was a one, true polymorph. One thing I will say, though, that bugs me slightly about the Wicker Pup is it it's not like one of those, you know, major secrets, but it was kind of revealed as like, a, oh, people have discovered the secret of how to get this Wicker Pup, which, again, it was not super complicated, not nothing like the uh, the Nightmare Mount, but... I don't like the idea of secrets being discovered on the beta already. Before like, the expansion is out. Come like, on, and that's guys. and that's not the only thing people are like looking into. Like, there are several other things that people are like, "Oh, I wonder what this could be." And oh, like, uh, I wish they would just save the secrets for launch. Like any any trace of them. And hey, I know that might. I'm gonna be upfront with, with testing, you, man. But... Here's here's my thing, man. When Muffinus is going out on Twitter and saying, "Hey, you haven't found any, you haven't even found a tenth of it yet," then he's gonna have to expect people are gonna start looking more intensely. I know, uh, and I don't like that. I don't like the secrets being in the beta at all. Like, I it just it it ruins the fun of it. And not that I like crazy participate in them or anything, but is it really a secret if it's out in the open and everyone can get it day one because people have already like dissected everything i i I don't like that i don't think it's in the spirit of secret finding but minor complaint here also um just as a side note in case you missed it on monday i posted a very important piece of investigative journalism oh oh the the gallery of pettable things yeah Yeah, things that you can and cannot pet in battle for azeroth because as we know that is a very important topic (laughs) it is absolutely thank you for that work legion I think it was Legion, really, that started it. Because I, I went back and I checked into this because Mitch mentioned, well, yeah, you could pet that, that raptor in your garrison. Um, and you could, but back in Warlords, prior to Warlords, you just couldn't pet animals at all. Like, you could do the pet emote thing, but that was it. It wasn't like you right-click and you actually no. make a petting. and Yeah. Right. And in Warlords, you could pet the raptor, yes, but all you'd get is just, like, a cast bar while you stood still. And then in Legion, they introduced where you would go to pet something and you would actually kneel down and pet them. And then they would bark and you'd stand up and laugh. And it was the most joyous thing ever. Um, apparently, it was joyous enough that they decided to just overload us with pettable animals in Battle for Azeroth <laughs> because there are who knew two... that you know Who knew that so many things in Zandalar and Kul were strokeable? Uh, it's well, really amazing. Actually, actually, and this was part of my investigative <laughs> report here, Rossi, <laughs> almost everything that you can pet is in Colteris. There's, I, I have yet to find anything that you can pet in Zandalar. And I'm very upset about this because, hello, there are, ver- there are dozens. Wait a minute. You race changed yeah. a week before she... you wrote this or after it? Oh, no. Are you saying? I, no. No, I think we're say- we, we're finally figuring out what's going on here. She okay. race Look, changed. I just really pet- like cats. Okay. <laughs> she just wanted to pet things. 
It has nothing to do with the factions or the zones. No, actually, I, I love Boralis, and I just want to like live there forever. But no, beyond with that, the petable cats. No, I'm kind of annoyed about this though because it's like there are so many good good dinosaurs in Zandalar, and we can't pet any of them, which is ridiculous. You can pet lizards. I have pet- petted lizards before. They're great. They're awesome. Why can't you pet anything? Why? No wonder more, more. the horde is consistently grouchy. They don't have any animals to pet. Jeez, Blizzard, get on it. I'm going to say up front that, you know, dinosaurs are more like birds. And then the next thing was going to be the birds are quite pettable because, you know, we used to have a pet bird. So, Except yeah, for seagulls. Please don't pet the seagulls or try yeah, to but because it's just to, a bad idea. To be fair, the horde get to level with. Uh, their Volpera buddies and uh, Alliance doesn't get that. So. This is true. They do have lots of fuzzy, friendly buddies to level with, but at the same time, come on, give them some pets yeah. to pet. That's just fun. So, um, yeah, you can go look at that gallery if you want to, because there are so many, so so many critters. Most of them are kind of concentrated in two areas. There is a woman's house in Boralis. She is the cat lady. And I think she's probably got close to like 20 cats in her house or something. It's ridiculous. All of them have names. You can pet every single last one of them. The pet supply vendor in Boralis is in this place called Rough Waters, R-U-F-F. And it's sort of like a rescue dog kennel because there are dogs all over the place. And you can pet all (laughs) of the dogs. And they are all named. Um, There's a pet supplier in Dazara Lore. And you go in there, and there's three named Triceratops babies in there. Those are the only pets that are in there. But, like, you can't pet any of them. You can't pet any of them. And I thought that you None could, but you can't. No. F. I know, right? Like, I would totally pet a raptor, even at risk of a bite, because they're cute. They're just, they're they're cute. Like, the little baby dinosaur models are super cute. And, there are and little... they, have, they have the new models, too, that are, like... Hey, here's yeah. the land before time. Go the hang little, out with them, but don't pet them. The little lizard models are also very, very cute, and you can't pet any of those. And it's like, oh, why can't I pet any of these guys? I just you- want to pet some guys. Also, um, despite the new alpaca models being in-game, you cannot pet an alpaca, which is, a, oh. a, a, I consider Crime. it a grievous oversight and should be rectified immediately. They're very Quick fluffy. Question. Yes. Was your was your gallery was it pets you can and cannot pet? Yes. Or okay. Did cuz honestly, I think you should go through and find all the unless you already did every single thing you cannot pet and just draw attention to the fact that you cannot pet these adorable things. I I did things. go through I I did go through a lot of the stuff in Zandalar and I was like this is stuff in Zandalar. You can't pet it. Why can't you pet it? Uh, you should uh, be able to pet it. So it's yeah. a shame. Um, it's a controversy. The, the other one that you might have missed, and I don't know, I don't think we mes- mentioned it on last week's show, but I did another gallery where I just went through and... Oh, um, yeah. Colterius has a lot of paintings. There's a lot of artwork. That's one of those things that always interests me in every beta is what does the artwork look like on the walls? Because every expansion has like its own unique set of paintings to look at. And the ones at Colterius range from huh, that's an interesting piece of artwork. What does that mean to what on earth is going on in that painting? I don't understand. 
Um, its eyes are following you. Oh yeah, no the the eyes following you. That's actually in Waycrest Manor. There is a there is a wall of paintings, and when you walk by the wall of paintings, all of the eyes follow you up the stairs. It's really creepy and cool. Have you done like Have you done all the Waycrest quests? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you yeah you know why then. I I know why all of that is going on, but yeah there there's like it's just Colterius has a really neat aesthetic, and some of it is just like really pretty and cool and it's like oh yay cool merchants sailors ships harbors this is all really neat and then some of it is like wow these people are just dark <laughs> honestly i i'm sorry people tired of me hearing type people tired of hearing me say this but trustvar yes it's it's already my favorite zone and it's because it nails its aesthetic so perfectly and because it's just it's that creepy witchcraft dark stuff and again horde main horde through and through but holy f do i really wish we got dressed far because i i love the zone i that like much. um the other zone that i really really like that dress far is one of them the other zone that i really really like and i can't remember the name of it at this point is it horde alliance the horde one the swamp one uh, where you go Nazmir, thank you. I really like Nazmir. There's so much in Nazmir to there is a discover. Lot. I, need to, I need to redo it because you and Dan are like raving about it, and my first impression was like, eh. No, no they a... expanded Nazmir out. There it, is it, a it... lot going on there. You need to go back and play through it again. Okay. Nazmir uh... kind of feels like one of those like weird tales, pulp stories of like you know swamps and adventure and in weird cultists. It does. Whereas Josvar it... is very similar. It's it's straight up you know go, haunted house ghost story, um, occult Kabbalist stuff. It's it's very Lovecraftian. So it's, it's not the, just both that Nazmir feels like the pulp story thing though. It's that there are some very specific moments when you stumble across stuff and you go, oh wow, like there's some big lore stuff going on in Nazmir. Yes. Nazmir Some really big lore stuff going on in Nazmir. So, it, yeah, it reminds me a bit of Diablo three. Just and that might just be because there's a lot of blood in the zone. Yeah, but it has that. <laughs> it has that dark, like that sort of vibe. Whereas Drustfar is again like scary movie, like Wicker Man kind of, kind of scary. Like, and there it ends in a haunted house dungeon. Like, can't really get more scary haunted house movie than that. But it's pretty it's, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. There's a lot. I is it August yet? <laughs> it's, it is scarily close, man. We're I know. Like a month and a half away from launch. I know. I can't wait. I can't either, but it just sneaks up on me like, you know, every single day it's closer and I'm like, oh my god, we're actually this close to launch. Okay, we should get to emails. I'm sorry, before we run out of time in the show here, huh? Hey, we were talking about things you could pet. It's very important. Yeah, but we should probably get to emails, right, Rossi? Yes. I am Rossi. Sorry, I was pushing the wrong button there. Uh, <laughs> it's going to keep happening. Uh, if you have an email for the show, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with the subject line podcast or blizzardwatch so we know it's for the show. Uh, go ahead and I maybe read one or two because I don't think we have time for all of them. Okay. Uh, first email is from Kasali, who's an orc monk on Azun EU, who says, Greetings. I just had a horrible thought. We'd like to hear about it. Kasali, uh, thank you. Uh, I love that. Says we defeated Kalthazad twice, but did we ever destroy his phylactery, or has he reformed in a new body, biding his time to strike? Uh, the first time around, we did not destroy his phylactery. We took it back to Lights Hope Chapel, where the dude that we gave it to promptly took it to Northrend, and that's why we had Nexramus Spark Two, right? 
It's yeah, Inigo, but Inigo it's Montoya not. Or yeah, it's not actually. We don't destroy his phylactery the second time because he doesn't have it when yeah. we kill him. So, which I it's weird because you like loot his phylactery, don't you? It. Yeah, it's not there. If he does not have his phylactery during the, on this person, it's technically speaking. If you I, actually well, go look up the lore, it's not there. Yeah, I, it's it's because the way lich models I think are are given a death animation that you loot his phylactery like the thing you are looking at i think actually no the thing you loot is his hat that's his hat it's not supposed to be his phylactery it's the hat in chronicle volume three they straight they straight up say you don't get his phylactery it was not on his body yeah no i'm not all his stuff in his hat i'm not not arguing that just i i thought it was like because of the way liches die but i'll whatever yeah i i'm just imagining him like I'm just, I'm just a hat. That's all liches are is hats and bones. No, I'm just imagining him like he's he's running around and goes, ooh, look at this necklace. This is really cool. He just takes his hat off and puts it in there. I'll save well, you for a, later. <laughs> he managed to jam a two-handed axe. I know. And, and have you seen Have you seen the I fist weapon? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got two of them. For a little while, I was actually it's all up in his hat. <laughs> oh my God. Spinning around, spinning around. But yeah, no, he didn't have his phylactery on him the second time we killed him. So as of right now, I don't know what happened to Kel'Thuzad. There's some people argue he, he went to the Shadowlands. Uh, other people argue that he is could come back. And it would be interesting if he did come back, quite frankly, because he'd be coming back to a scourge that's very different than the one he left. Yeah. Also, uh, I, I double checked. Yeah, it's it's just like a tiny shadow ball that you loot. It's not the phylactery the second time around. So that was my bad. Just imagine him coming back. So, hey, I'm Lich King, Lich sir. King. Oh, oh. Hey, everybody. How are you? Oh, you. It's you're literally different. Be that, you you're know looking that, good. You know that thing people put up every so often of Donald Glover coming in with other pizzas? Yeah. <laughs> yes, the pizzas. Yes. Kelsuzad <laughs> coming into the frozen throne. Like, what's up, every. And it's like that community like, episode. Yes. <laughs> like, everything, everyone turns and looks at him. The Lich, the Lich King turns and he's like. I think I left my pants and my other. I'm gonna go get my other hat. You have no legs. It doesn't matter. Does doesn't matter. Need my hat. <laughs> I need the hat for this. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. I guess that's kind of the question answered. So he could come back theoretically. In theory, yeah. I don't know. Well, kind of interesting. I don't. If he if he ever did manage to come back, I don't. I don't see Bolvar doing that. I mean, I could see him joining uh, the horde right about now. I, I, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh man, that's wow. the part that I'm thinking about. Is I'm like, I don't see Bolvar doing that. Sylvanas on the other. No, no, <laughs> I don't think I'd see her doing that either, though. Because the thing is, is like the Sunwell was just that whole that whole moment that led to her death was because Arthas was going to the Sunwell to resurrect Kelthazad. Yeah, but Wait, if she could resurrect the... him and make him like force him to obey her would that'd be you kinda really like... want to risk a Varimothras part 2 though yeah. I just find myself wondering how many blood elves would be like she did what, <laughs> <laughs> what oh that chief. crazy Sylvanas at it again <laughs> no I don't I don't see her doing that I don't think I'd see her doing that I now that I you know maybe, you think maybe about she the... does it she gets her best mage and then she turns him into a pig and then you get him as a battle pet that'd be great <laughs> Yeah. What would happen if you made a pig Kelthasad fight Lil Chilly KT? Willy. Lil KT? Uh, the world would implode. 
Yeah, okay. Anyway, moving on, we have another email here, so let's go ahead and get to this. Uh, I This one has like two different questions in it, so um, we're probably just going to get to the first one here, and that's it. But uh, I don't... Oh, this is from Daddy, who's a Praetorian warrior on Lightbringer. <laughs> hey, Daddy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I love that name. <laughs> he says, well, howdy, frozen aqua particle purveyors. That's Hi, so Daddy. good. That's so good. Perhaps you people possibly put ponderings of pertinent points pertaining to the pioneer prototype of POW. I mean, wow. I'm talking about WoW Classic servers. <laughs> he is oh. real good at the email. I like this quite a oh, bit. Oh, Daddy. Okay, so question one. Do you think that there will be some sort of character transfer system in place for people that have a character on vanilla servers, classic servers, we're calling them classic, uh, that later decide that they want to continue that character on regular realms? The way I see it, they could direct level transfer 60 vanilla to 60 regular. They could character progress it from 60 classic to regular one level one regular since cataclysm revamped everything story-wise or they could character copy it like the ptr so you can have your cake and eat it too if they did any of the above or similar do you think it could would should cost actual money or some other resource um i don't think this is going to happen yeah me neither i i agree i don't think it's going to happen if it did yeah it would would absolutely cost money oh yeah they aren't they make you pay money just to to jump realms now no, yeah. they will. They will. Gonna... You will. You will pay at minimum forty to sixty Ag- bucks <laughs> to do to do this yeah. kind Actually, of a service. I'm kind of. I'm kind of curious. Um, when did like realm and all? When did transfers become a thing? Like how far back? Oh, back in vanilla. It was. It was I started out. I started yeah. out on the realm called Asjol Nereb. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so crowded that they transferred people off. They used, had free used transfers, to be able to volunteer. But then they, yeah, then I they, knew did, they did, open did that up, in Burning Crusade. No, they opened up paid transfers because the thing was was like um, my initial characters, my first characters were on a PVE server, um, a loon actually, uh, way back in the day. And when my raid guild broke up, it was like in the middle of AQ40. Uh, they all decided they wanted to go play EverQuest 2, so I was suddenly without a raid guild, stuck on a server that was really, really lopsided, like, population-wise, and didn't really have anywhere to go. And you couldn't transfer at that point, so I was just stuck. So I went to a different server entirely, rolled a level 1, and started all over again. Because that was your option. That's what you could yeah. do. Unless as they did a yeah, unless they as, did a realm transfer, yeah. As soon as they opened up the paid transfer service, I moved my horde character. <laughs> okay, but it it was in vanilla because I was just thinking it was, in terms yeah, of it was back talking in about about tech that was available in classic. Back to the the thing is, this know. isn't yeah, this isn't a case of tech because what they literally do, and this is what they still do, is they just copy, they make a copy of the file in your character. And put it on the new server, and then when they're sure they've done it right, they delete the the copy of your character on the old server. Gotcha. So it's it's not a technical limitation. They could obvi- they could easily do that. They could still do it because they're gonna. We both know they're using the same backend for the new stuff. That's not the problem. The problem is is that they are not gonna set this up and then not charge you to doing it if they oh, even I, do it. At no all. way. I I don't think they're gonna do it though because no, again, I I think they're trying to keep the vanilla experience as quote-unquote pure as possible and it's classic if if you're gonna level up a character to 60 like i i I don't really know why you would want to do it on the vanilla server and then leave the vanilla server like it takes driver crazy classic classic it's classic classic. what classic whatever they call it it wow classic they don't call it vanilla so we should probably just adopt classic right now well 
Okay. He introduced it as vanilla on the I know stage. he did, and he was wrong. Okay. I'm sorry, okay. Daddy, you were wrong. Anyway. No, not <laughs> when When uh, What's-His-Face was announcing it, he's like, well, I like vanilla ice cream. Oh, well, oh. he said he liked vanilla ice cream, but then when they brought up all of the stuff and everything, they were like, it's yeah, a classic yeah, yeah. WoW server, and all the promo material, classic WoW. Well, one Whatever. Thing one thing I want to bring in, too, I mean, I, I, we're probably not going to bother to actually answer the second question, because we you know, run a low on time, but the point of that is one of the reasons I don't think they're going to do it. They're not going to do this because this is not a way for you to get gear for transmog that doesn't exist in the game anymore. Oh, that's a good that's point. That's not why they're doing classic servers. And making it so you could go level to 60 on classic servers and raid on classic servers. And patch 1.12, Drums of War, is the patch they, they're talking about doing for their classic server. Which means that 40 man next Ramos would be there. Which would mean you could then just go run 40-man Nexramus with your 40-man raid guild that you somehow put together because you're all insane and you want to suffer. I'm sorry. <laughs> suffer. I raided Look, that. I could I... see a group of very determined people that were super addicted to transmog creating a 40-man guild on a classic server. Oh, yeah. Specifically for that purpose. Like, can, we not, can we be honest for a second? I would figure out a way to 40 box. Yeah. I would yeah. do we know I'm that crazy. The gear there looks I, real good. I know. I see it on the black market auction house yeah, all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I raided that, I, you know, I raided that dungeon. I know how painful a lot of the boss fights were. They were unforgiving. They were not lag forgiving at all. There was a lot of mechanics that they, people do not understand how much they, they lowered those we, mechanics. Can we talk about the resist? The resist materials oh, needed for everything. <laughs> By the way, guys, um, if you don't remember the days of resistance potions, oh, oh, go play classic. <laughs> You're going to have that back. <laughs> You'll get that back in spades. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember that. the spell school little icons on the character sheet that was oh, like, boy. here's here's a dark circle. Here's a light circle. Here's your resistance. Actually, I don't think they had I forget. Circles, but... I forget what, what race had shadow resist. I think it was, was it? Draenei. I think Draenei. When Shadow Draenei resist? came in, it was undead. I thought it was undead. It might be on the Horde side. I don't. But yeah, on the Horde side, Shadow Resist. There's a couple of fights in Nax where Shadow Resist was a big deal. Yeah. And you know, suddenly you're you're that undead tank that nobody wanted forever and ever was suddenly like, <laughs> I have to tank what? There was like undead warlocks who seriously found themselves pushed every week into tanking on four horsemen. Oh um, yeah, because they were the best for it. You know, they. I'm curious, and correct me if I'm wrong, but. I'm just thinking on this here. Um, Alliance didn't have bloodlust or heroism or whatever they call it in nope. classic, did nope. they? No, we oh. did not. <laughs> but you okay. did have you did have um, fearward. No, well, fearward, yes, but salvation. Fearward and buff. salvation, yeah. Salvation, jeez. Salvation. salvation basically meant that you could attack uh, anything in Blackwing Lair, whereas Horde he, side it was he, wand everything forever. Wand and then forever. stop. Yeah, yeah. We had we had salvation and wisdom for that matter. We could get mana back a lot easier. Oh yeah. Uh, and let's let's be upfront. Horde had one really great thing, uh, two great things. They had Wind Fury Totem and Bloodlust. Those were yeah. both really great things. Um, Paladins, however, were the. Is there a thing about this fight that makes it annoying? Let's just jam let's a paladin just, in there. Just, let's just pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> 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 seriously, like the skeleton. 
they were like the skeleton key for annoying raid mechanics. <laughs> oh, we really something were. Annoying of, something annoying's about to happen. Just jam a paladin in. Okay. <laughs> do you remember the early Razor Gore? Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Do I remember? Yeah. I, I actually did that both Alliance and Horde back in vanilla. It so was I have... fun on Horde because it was so frustrating, honestly. I remember the Earthbind Highway. Yeah. I, I remember it. But what really got me was the. <laughs> Alliance one, which was basically just let's have all the warriors run around and spam shouts and hope that somehow builds up enough threat. Like it's not gonna, it's not just get a paladin to like start healing people. That all the mobs are gonna come kill that paladin. So just you know that guy right there. That's how we got through it. Again, a paladin. We just had a paladin spam heal everybody in sight, and every mob was just like let's kill that paladin. So you just have them sit in the middle of the room, and then you have all the tanks try and get stuff off of them. So uh, um. Going back saying... to your question, though, Daddy, I don't think that they're going to do a character transfer because they've made it very clear that Classic is going to be its own animal, its own thing on its own servers. There's not going to be any cross anything going on with actual World Warcraft. So I don't really see them offering any kind of a transfer system for it as much as the idea might appeal. And believe me, there are there are transmog pieces from Vanilla that from classic that I do not have that I would like to have but yeah this I this isn't that's not why they're doing this yeah sadly I, I, I'll, yeah I'll say this I because I I converted my valor to the next level the uh, heroism the the battle gear of heroism yeah. so I have the battle gear of heroism on my transmog I don't have the full battle gear of valor because the, I never got the bracers because I transformed them to the heroism bracers oh so I don't Wait, have does the, valor. Does the, doesn't the heirloom set look like that, though? There are no heirloom bracers. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I I can't get valor unless somebody who just happens to have the bracers from the old days, because they're they're buying on equip. You can't buy those from the Dark Moon Fair either, can you? Nope. They, someone has they, someone has to get them somehow, or have an old character that has a pair and put them on the auction house. That's the only way I'm ever going to see that set. So yeah. Uh, would I be tempted? Yes, I absolutely would. I mean, it's in, in the worst part is it's this is just for convenience. I can completely transmog to Valor visibly. As far as you can tell, I could wear full Valor in front of you, but I know it's not the full Valor set. <laughs> but he knows that bra- those bracers are not the right bracers, and that yeah. makes all the difference. It does. It drives me insane because I've got the heroism set. I can click to that whenever I want, but I can't do it with Valor. I have to go manually put each piece in. <laughs> So yeah, would I do it? Yes, I absolutely would. If they would offered it, and if they yeah. said you have to pay a certain amount of money to do it, I would do, do it. it. I would totally, I would totally play classic just for that reason. Mm-hmm. I would, too, I Anne. would get classic. I would play classic, and then I would pay to transfer that character off and add all of that good, good stuff to my wardrobe. But I don't think that that's really in the cards. I don't think that that's something that they've thought about. Maybe it's something that they should think about. I don't know. I, I guess don't think they should think about that. At this point. What they should be thinking about is getting classic put together, which is what they're thinking about. So we're so far <laughs> yeah. off from any of this even like becoming a moat of possibility that it's almost not worth talking about. But I mean, we just talked about it for what, like ten minutes. So yeah. <laughs> I, guess I can't. It's I okay to talk personally, about it. I look forward to the moment where we're far enough along where people can start asking, "How's flying going to work in classic?" <laughs> Try it poorly. Get on a mountain, just try running it off of something. See what happens. Ah, you lied to me. Yes, I did. 
All right. Uh, that's going to wrap us up on emails. And that's also going to wrap us up on the show. Again, if you guys want to check out Audible, they're offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can download many of Blizzard's titles or, you know, anything else under the sun. They have quite a lot available. Go to blizzardwatch.com audible slash audible to sign up and help support the show. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. And your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, a better chance at having your question answered on a podcast or the queue, and an ads-free site experience. Thank you very much, Anne. Uh, This has been the Blizzard Watch podcast. If you have an email for the podcast, please send it to podcast at blizzardwatch.com with podcast or Blizzard Watch in the subject line. So notes for the show. Thank you guys so much for being here. We'll be here next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.